0: and sewed it so it looked like a voodoo doll put it in the jar half filled the jar with blood did that a few times and i sold it on ebay i'm not shitting you as a good look charm and someone paid 10 pounds for it nice 10 pounds for a for a teddy bear in a jar
1: yeah <laughs> it's, it's all about perception right <laughs> If you build the perception of value into something, people will actually pay money for it, even if it's completely worthless. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just
0: wrote a little story about how this thing was found in like, I don't know what it was, Tibet. And it was a good luck charm and it was like, it was cursed, but it was cursed in a good way and it would help you like, and the person that bought it from me actually sent me a postcard saying, so much, thank you so much. It's brought me so much luck over the past few weeks. I'm like, (laughs) oh my God. (laughs)
1: It's just you're you're changing the world. You're changing the world. That's good stuff. Seriously? Well, everybody, welcome James Layton. We're going to go ahead and start recording the podcast now. I'm, I'm not going to give you any warning. so that, that, We actually okay, recorded cool. that, that whole thing. I think that was actually pretty good. Okay. And it, and it gives people a little bit of an insight into what's going on between your head or between your ears. <laughs> this man with copy can sell worthless shit to people and think make them think that it's good luck so.
0: you can turn one pound fifty into ten pounds simply by combining two completely unrelated products and writing a story around it there
1: you, there you go. go there see I just gave you a whole week's worth of content ideas right there <laughs> So you could tell that story and tell people how you can, you can thousand fold their investment in copyright. See?
0: Absolutely. I'm
1: telling you, 100%. man, I, I just marketed 100%. everything in the world for you. So. All right. I've got 10 questions for you. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get these rolling.
0: Okay. All
1: right. Without mentioning what you do for other people, who are you?
0: Oh, um, I'm the instigator on the button pusher, I think. I, I tend to,
1: but you do that for other
0: wear, people. I wear my, yeah, well,
1: I don't know. Actually. If you were in a vacuum, would you do that?
0: Yeah, okay. I would say I'm the dot connector, then I, I, I'm good at connecting dots that other people don't see. That's, that's what I would describe myself as.
1: Cool. Uh, number two, we already covered this, but what do you do for people?
0: Uh, mainly working copywriting, B2B, uh, specifically supply chain, so logistics.
1: Cool. Is there anything in particular that you see as a copywriting problem that is ubiquitous or that you see all the time? Other um, than it just being shit?
0: Yeah, that, that would be the thing. It's just very same old, same old. People are scared to look outside of their comfort zone, the box. They read uh, two or three books and then, you know, you've got to put it to practice, absolutely. But there's putting it into practice and there's just copying verbatim. And you have to put yourself into it, whatever you're doing, not just copying.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Number three, why should people pay you specifically?
0: I do the stuff that people don't like doing. I like research, I like data, I like analysis. And that's really important for B two B, definitely.
1: Cool. Uh, number five, what is your dream vacation?
0: It's got to be Pacific Northwest. I love I love big wet forests. Anywhere where there's like bears and Bigfoot, basically.
1: Yeah, you need to, you need to come to Appalachia. It's a lot the same. We live in a rainforest here. I do.
0: There. I totally do. Yeah, I, I love it.
1: Yeah, I love it. But you're uh, you're moving there reasonably soon correct
0: correct yet yeah. I have heard this podcast I've, I've listened to every episode and everyone says Hawaii that's my idea of a nightmare men in sandals it's just not gonna work I, I no. need I no. need forests I need lakes I need men with boots on yep.
1: closed toed <laughs> shoes my dream vacation includes closed toed shoes yeah. okay number six what color grabs your attention the most Orange, as he's drinking Always out of orange has. mug. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And your brand is orange <laughs> too. So. It's funny. Not not everybody's favorite color is their brand color. You you went that way. Good for you. All right, number seven. What is one current meme or trope we could all live without?
0: Oh, jeez. I hate the one that goes around lately. It's um it's uh I, I see a lot of marketers doing it for some reason they post stuff like uh and it shows you know, some of you have never done xyz and it shows it's like mm-hmm. shut the f- up i hate that I Hate it i, hate
1: <laughs> I hate although it. i'll admit i've done a couple of those and and not oh, yeah, that yeah. long ago just because they are they're so irritating it's <laughs> great <Yeah. laughs>
0: it's none like of you've world. ever
1: been jimbo and it shows
0: yeah the, the problem is not the the meme i think the problem is that people are so specific to getting a, a result out of it like they'll say some of you have never stood on your head and balanced the pint glass on your nipples and it shows because they can say they've done it it's like stop it man stop trying to humble brag just give it up
1: so so is it that, that brings up an interesting question this isn't part of the questions but is it the intent of the meme or is it the meme itself that is irritating you know I I'd mean if, you, if you take out the intent, the intent is is the meme going to be as grating as it is with that intent behind it
0: no no it's purely the intent I think it started off as a joke like right? some people was were doing it as a giggle and people would get Enjoyment out of it, but like any kind of meme, like, like we always say, marketers run everything. Once it becomes popular and it gains traction, people start leveraging it into their own little thing, and it's like it becomes. It's like milkshake. Too much of it makes you feel sick, and uh, it, it's it's just so like some of you have never sent 2,000 emails and got 10% open rates, and it shows. Like, stop it! Stop yeah. it! Just just tell people that you can get a 10% open rate. Don't use a meme. Like it's annoying more than anything.
1: It's it's shorthand for language. It's and most of the time it's just garbage. You know? People <laughs> yeah. try to convey something in, in as short a possible way, but that it takes skill. It takes a lot of skill to really be able to convey any sort of real message in a in a short form like that.
0: And I think you
1: see so many just shit memes or people abusing what was at one point an interesting meme and turning it into an ad. Memes and ads shouldn't be in the same room.
0: They shouldn't. And as I suggested the other day on Facebook, it wouldn't be so bad if a lot of it was true. But half of the humble bragging you see within memes is not even true. They're not getting 10%. They're not getting 20%. They're not getting this, that, and the other and it's annoying that they're trying to pretend. Like, stop it, stop pretending.
1: Yeah, and then you get in touch with them and realize that they don't know what the hell they're talking about, and <laughs> yeah. Okay, yep. number eight. How many people can you serve at once?
0: Um, ooh, I'd say about six. as a B2B, because I, I, I mainly work long forms, so it's like white papers. Uh, case studies mainly, so I don't I don't do onesie twosies as you call them. So six per month is about maximum. After that, I'm really stretching it. So,
1: so you're you're pretty high touch.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What? Yeah, they call. yeah. And, and you can make yeah. all your own jokes. <laughs>
0: I'll let you do that.
1: Yeah. Well, at least you're not Canadian. Um, well, That's Portuguese. Got... We we need we didn't even get into that kind of stuff on this.
0: We, we didn't. The curly shoes and dancing we didn't get that far
1: yeah that's we, may, we might need to do another one and you know, <laughs> and really let people understand what's going on in this world okay number nine who else would you like to see Uncle Jimbo interview
0: um I think you've already got Mike Cooper lined up perhaps mm-hmm. um I think Melanie Harrington the designer is quite an interesting lady um I think Haley Shane's an interesting lady. There's quite a few people on Facebook floating around that are, that are pretty interesting. I would like to see Ryan Healy. He's a financial copywriter. He's very uh, quiet about his business side on Facebook, but I'd like to hear his thoughts. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll I'll bring him out. It's I, I'm trying to get some people who are not the usual suspects. Um, All right, okay. You know, and, and really get them talking. I've got some other interesting people that people have no clue about it on Facebook that I'm really excited about interviewing and and getting some sweet. weird stuff, some artists and and weirdos Mm. and freaks and country bumpkins and all that stuff. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff. Sounds good. Cool. Uh, All right. Number 10. This is the last one. Um, And honestly, I'm getting really tired of asking this one because I think you're like the 15th person I've asked this to. Which would you smash first, the patriarchy, the system, or Mark Zuckerberg's lips?
0: Mark Zuckerberg, because the other two don't exist, do they?
1: Oh, that's a controversial statement. That's pretty good. You, <laughs> you, you're gonna just leave that one alone, or uh, you, you want to expand?
0: No, it's, it's it's it qualifies itself. Uh, okay. Definitely Facebook. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I facebook is ridiculous and i'm trying to figure out ways to get completely away from it but one step at a time one step at a time well cool um this is the part where i open it up to you you can say whatever you want to you can drop links value you know admonish the crowd whatever you got
0: well my website is jamesdwlayton.com if you want to read a really good book read this one Battle for the Mind by William Sargent. It's about mind control. This is the guy that helped uh, the CIA create K K-Ultra. He's British, sadly. Um, but uh, it's a very good book. And I'd just like to say that I really appreciate Jimbo. He's a solid dude. He makes me laugh. And uh, I love all you guys, all of you out there. I'm sure you're uh, great people.
1: Awesome. Thanks again, James. And um, anytime you guys go check him out, Uh, Links in the show notes and all that good stuff. Welcome to the outro portion of Jimbo's Five and Dime. If you'd like to listen to more, find out a little bit more about me, visit unclejimbo.us. If you'd like to throw money at me and buy my shit, visit nothingtobrand.com or jamespmgaffney.com. Be sure to rate, upvote, five-star, subscribe... All the stuff that you're supposed to do with a podcast. Honestly, I'm kind of tired of saying this sort of shit. So, you're adults. You know what to do. If you want to help me out, do the stuff. And if you don't, that's fine too. Whatever you want to do. I love you guys, and I'll see you on the next one.